Hello, everybody. Welcome to WRDG. We're going to check with uh, 3 o'clock in the SAC Channel 3 News. And... And we're going to take you to Andy in a little bit. And, and we're going to check, check see the news on if we don't. We're having we're having little chemical problems and yeah, we're having. I have a little chemical problems a little bit. And John Finzi on Second Street got dog food, cat food, everything else. You can swap the cat off the calendar. They don't mind. Jump. Therapy gets you from. I <coughs> if we can get it to go on here. Can't handle this work stress. Two. I'm working on handling this stress. Um. Find therapy that works for you with Sondermind. And that this bill will ensure that every person has a right to practice how they please. The bill is now awaiting action in the Senate. Ten years ago, communities in Kentucky, West Virginia, and Ohio were devastated by a deadly outbreak of tornadoes. Cities were torn apart, lives changed forever. Despite the hardships, though, these communities really did fight back. So tomorrow at 7 p.m., we are taking a look back at the tragedy and the decade of resilience right here on WSAZ. Now, if you'd like, you can still catch Wheel and Jeopardy at 7 o'clock on the CW. Or you can set the DVR over there. One day closer to payday. Lawmakers moving to put more money in your pocket. And in augmented reality, sponsored by Food Fair, the definition of the capricious, the unpredictable weather in March, let's take it back. Ten years ago, the big tornado outbreak, including Otway, Salyersville, and West Liberty. And three days later, a big snow up to five inches across the area. 
Here tonight on Doppler Radar, it's a clean sweep, indicating relatively calm conditions. Forecast when I come back on New Channel 3 at 11. Okay, now we're back. And John's Fiend Seed on 2nd Street got dog food, cat food, everything else. You can swap the cat off the calendar. They don't mind. John's Fiend We're going to check with Curtana. After Curtana, we're going to check what the weather important. Kentucky lawmakers are working on a bill that targets hate crimes in the Commonwealth. It adds more jail time to the sentence of a person convicted of a hate crime. Chelsea Jones tells us more about the bill and why lawmakers feel it's necessary. Senators Morgan McCarvey and Gerald Neal hope a new bill will put an end to hate crimes in Kentucky. They told reporters it's time to start holding people accountable for their actions. Whether it is the painting of a swastika on the side of a synagogue or the cold-blooded gunning down of two people in a Kroger. Under the bill, a person must be convicted of a crime before having a separate hearing to determine if the person is guilty of a hate crime. If convicted of the hate crime, the person will have time added to their sentence. This bill comes almost four years after Maurice Stollard and Vicki Jones were shot and killed at a Kroger in Jefferson Town outside of Louisville. Gregory Bush was convicted of the racially motivated shooting and sentenced to life in prison without parole in federal court. Even though there are federal laws targeting hate crimes, the senators say Kentucky law should also address the issue. We should not rely on the federal government to act. In fact, we have no control over whether the federal government acts or not on a given uh, particular case. The families of Stollard and Jones support the new hate crime. Uh, we're having a little bit of clinical problem. Um, that we are missing my father. There it is. At holiday. And we fought, we. These events at birthdays, things that he would have wanted to attend with us. I still miss my sister, just like it was three years ago. I think about her every day. Sarah Wagner, president and CEO of the Jewish Federation of Louisville, hopes the bill passes. And we all deserve to live not in fear, not uncomfortable, and not looking over anyone's shoulder. In Frankfurt, Chelsea Jones, WKYT. Senators Neal and McGarvey plan to file the new hate crime bill today. The Kentucky Senate has passed a bill that would tap into the state's massive revenue surpluses to deliver more than $1 billion in income tax rebates to taxpayers. The measure cleared the Senate on a 28 to 7 vote. The bill would grant state personal income tax rebates of up to $500 per individual and up to $1,000 per household. 
The proposal then goes to the state, to the House. The Republican state senator, Chris McDaniel, is sponsoring the income tax rebate. He says the measure would deliver at least some relief for Kentuckians struggling with rising prices for fuel, groceries, and utilities. First warning weather. Okay, if you live close enough, that may be a decent uh, week to walk to work to save some gas yeah. because it is just gorgeous out there. And even the mornings now, the temperature's inching up. So mm -hmm. pretty much uh, tomorrow morning, a lot higher in the temperature yeah. than this morning. Give you a case in point. We're going to start with our Charleston Weather Camp sponsored by West Virginia Lottery. If you've noticed, we've not had any fog recently, and that's a good thing. Ground drying out and a breeze at night is preventing fog from forming. So for the first light of day, let's post 40 school bell, 55 lunch hour. And 65 at the end of the day, partial sunshine going mostly sunny in the afternoon, a bright, mild end to a, well, we'll call it 40 chilly here in uh, early March, still a 40 degree temperature is enough for a coat outside. Earlier, I was talking about the temperatures. Let's check some other ones. 50 City Park and Gallup Police, 47 at the Courthouse in Grace, and 44 Archer Park in Prestonburg, and 47 on Middleburg Island in Logan. But that doesn't tell the story. Up here, it's in the 50s, for example, Huntington Tri-State Airport, Jaeger Airport, Jackson, Kentucky Airport, and down there in the valleys, especially in rural areas, out Wayne and over toward Van Leer, temperatures are already in the uh, upper 30s and low 40s. Depends on where you live. So let's post right around 40 on the Ohio River tomorrow morning. Again, a breath of wind from the southwest preventing fog. Mid and upper 30s from outside the combo and Athens over to Appletown. As we get to 10 in the morning, the westerly breeze at 5 to 10 is known as a zephyr, and temperatures are tickling 50 from U-Pike over to Fuller Station onto Musketeer Country. Then by the lunch hour, the partly to mostly sunny skies and that western wind, temperatures are in the mid-50s in the Cole, the Guyandot, and the Tug River Valleys of southern West Virginia. And by the end of the day, we're flirting with the mid-60s once again with partly to mostly sunny skies. Again, it's a southwest wind at 5 to 10 miles an hour. You can see the dilemma in forecasting temperature is purely a function of who's got these high clouds, who's got a breeze. That combination allowing for higher temperatures up high, that would be in the hills. But down through the southern coal fields where it's still crystal clear right now, there'll be many areas that will fall into the 30s overnight. Here's the front to the north. It's weak. It has produced a couple of rain showers in Pennsylvania and northern Maryland on the trip from Morgantown over toward Friendship and on toward Baltimore, but these are destined to die away. Will the tail end of the front give us a shower early on Wednesday or Thursday morning? Chance, but overall, it's a quiet United States of America here for March. Never trust the March when it gets quiet, though, because there's a storm system coming in the Pacific West Coast, and it's going to begin a conversion of weather heading into our area by next week. I'll show you that in a second. Here are the clear skies tomorrow during the day. Lots of sunshine expected by tomorrow night. A shower up along I-70, Columbus toward Cambridge, fades as it moves into our area. Chance of a sprinkle, maybe a snow flurry up in the mountains. And then colder winds blow in as we get to Thursday and Friday, and that means chilled temperatures will be settling in for 24 to 36 hours. And then as the warm air, which was on the advance today, will back away a little as we head to Thursday and Friday. And then by the weekend, it'll come back full force. And then the western storm will start taking shape. It'll be the first of two storms heading our way next week. The second one is likely to tug some cold air in. So don't, so don't be surprised in about 10 days if we're looking at some snow. Maybe we go from a lamb to a lion in that period, but not in the short term. Fair skies and chilly temperatures overnight. The breeze will stir the hills, so the hilltops will stay in the low and mid-40s. The meadows removed from the wind, 
will fall into the low 30s. Your forecast on Wednesday, sunshiny skies, a mild breeze from the west, and temperatures in the middle 60s. Thursday, partly to mostly cloudy, a stiff breeze, and the 50 will feel chilly all day long. Frosty Friday morning, then cool sunshine and 59 during the afternoon on Friday. Weekend forecast, we warm up, and then we come more humidified Sunday into Monday, and humidity at this time of the year usually means showers and downpours and thunderstorms, and they're back in the forecast, but probably not for the most part till Sunday afternoon yeah. into Monday. Too. A lot of outdoor fun on Saturday, that's yeah. for sure. All right, thanks, Tony. Coming up, the president addresses the nation, and while domestic issues are addressed, all eyes are on Europe. Well, I think schedule our numbers with Fan XC or WJY. You're good. As the threat of cybercrime continues to grow, cybersecurity professionals are in demand. Earn your cybersecurity certificate 100% online with Central State University. Classes start March 15th with no textbooks and no previous experience required. And you can earn your certificate in less than one year. Learn more and sign up now at centralstate.edu slash cybersecurity. That's centralstate.edu slash cybersecurity. Okay, now we're back, and and we're we're going to give you what you want, and uh, and uh, tomorrow at. Tomorrow at three or four o'clock tomorrow we're having we're having a party tomorrow all this week we're having a like a little uh you can sit on the porch if you live on a high street, or you can live on the uh, uh, live on high street, and you live on uh, Benton, and we're going to. Have uh, like uh, WSAC News Channel 3 with Tim Ayer and meteorologist Tony Cavalier. This is News Channel 3 tonight, watched by more people than all other local 11 p.m. newscasts combined. A war, pandemic, inflation, America's have plenty of reason to fear the state of our union. 
President Biden looking to calm those fears in his constitutionally mandated address to Congress. According to the latest polling, the president's approval ratings sit at a dismal 41%. As Isabel Rosales reports, the speech comes at a crucial time in the Biden presidency. Madam Speaker, the President of the United States. President Joe Biden delivering his first State of the Union under the shadow of war abroad following Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Putin's latest attack on Ukraine was premeditated and totally unprovoked. The president projecting strength as a Western leader, laying out America's response. Together with our allies, we're providing support to the Ukrainians in their fight for freedom. Military assistance, economic assistance, humanitarian assistance. We're giving more than a billion dollars of direct assistance to Ukraine. Top of mind for most Americans, the impact the conflict will have on already high levels of inflation. One way to fight inflation is to drive down wages and make Americans poor. I think I have a better idea to fight inflation. Lower your costs, not your wages. Speaking to a highly divided Congress where his agenda has stalled, Biden points to his administration's successes, including passage of his $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill. It's going to transform America to put us in a path to win the economic competition of the 21st century that we face with the rest of the world, particularly China. With masks optional at the address, the president also attempting to highlight progress made in the fight against COVID-19. We'll continue to combat the virus as we do other diseases. And because this virus mutates and spreads, we have to stay on guard. In Washington, I'm Isabel Rosales. So for the full address, you can catch it on WSAZ.com. And I'm Keith Morehouse. It's senior night at Rupp Arena. And the roads from here lead to Charleston. High school tournament highlights next in sports. As the threat of cybercrime continues to grow, cybersecurity professionals are in demand. Earn your cybersecurity certificate 100% online with Central State University. Classes start March 15th with no textbooks and no previous experience required. And you can earn your certificate in less than one year. Learn more and sign up now at centralstate.edu slash cybersecurity. That's centralstate.edu slash cybersecurity. Oh. Okay, now we're back, and we're going to check with Andy and and Curse Tony again. And we're going to check with our weather, see, see how long we got, and John's feeding seed on 2nd Street, got dog food, cat food, everything else. You can swap the cat off the calendar. They don't mind. And 
and and word check with with Andy again going with Brandon And there's your news. How did... Uh... Oh, well, it's still worth a free new Samsung Galaxy S22. weather check certainly nothing stressful so far about this morning it is cold like out there but yesterday's weather could not have been nicer and it looks like today is going to follow suit yeah i mean in, in a way we're, we're trying to get it to be nicer i mean yeah. wouldn't you like that I, of course 60s, yeah. bring on the 70s That's i'm ready to stay there for the rest of the year <laughs> let's not get crazy with it yet i mean it's still cold in the morning you're gonna have that those temperatures are uh, dropping right now into those 30s once more some of us will even have some frost to scrape but outside of that, it is going to be a pretty peaceful beginning. Now, we have been keeping our eye on an isolated shower. Doppler indicating some spits of drizzle in the air. Not expected to be a thing here. Temperatures largely in those 30s up north along Route 50. We still have a few hollows here in the upper 20s thinking about the Charleston area out eastward toward Richwood, but uh, that's typical. Those lower valleys can get a lot cooler than even the surrounding areas, but some areas in the south are even warming up at this hour to get toward the 40 degree mark, but we'll sort that all out once we get the sunshine up appreciably here and then jump into the 50s by midday, and that'll put us on a nice stride to get us into the low 60s this afternoon, and that will feel better than yesterday, though we will be battling it out a little bit more than yesterday, of course, between sun and clouds. Yesterday was about cloud free most of the day. This one won't be that way because as you can see already some high hazy clouds kind of sneaking in uh, into start of the day. Now outside of that isolated shower to the north, uh, mainly quiet here. This is not really a whole lot of moisture but it is enough to toss clouds into the mix and that's what we're going to be seeing today. Uh, it's going to be a little of a battle. The farther north you are, the more in those clouds you end up being but into the south you'll end up seeing more sunshine. In fact, once we get toward midday you're going to see those southerly breezes helping to sort things out and push some of those clouds farther to the north. It looks like a pretty decent finish to the day. Even if you do have cloud cover overhead, those temperatures moving into the 60s, that'll make up for a lot. Overnight tonight, it's quiet enough here. We do expect temperatures to still dip into the 30s in some spots, but then we will soar once more in the sunshine on Wednesday. Looks like Wednesday is going to be even sunnier than what today has, and temperatures will inch up another degree or two into the mid-60s. 
60s as a result. But Thursday is going to be kind of a walk back here. You see that colder air dropping in, even cold enough for a few flakes that we'll watch toward the eastern mountains. But uh, overall, it's uh, still going to be a pretty nice streak we're on this week. So here's your forecast. Clouds in the north. Clear in the south. Temperatures begin near the 30s, but we jump to the 60s, low 60s this afternoon. It'll be breezy, but it will be milder. I know we have to battle with the clouds a little bit, but then tonight's another quiet night. Not as chilly either. You see those temperatures poised to hit the 60s again on Wednesday. Then Thursday rolls around, and we're going to be watching that next system come in with a few scattered showers uh, bouncing back very quickly, though, as we get to Friday. And then the weekend comes, and we're talking temperatures near 70 degrees. That's going to be pleasant even though we still have a few showers that we're going to be spying. That looks to be more of a Sunday thing than a Saturday thing. So maybe there's going to be some uh, decent time. to try to salvage that 70 degree number you start having a little warmer overnight i'm gonna start thinking about the fire pit in the backyard thought again yeah. right and then yeah. having to mow the lawn again well, okay I mean, always don't, don't, don't go that far back it up <laughs> Thank you, sir. all right thanks all right you never know what's okay now we're back sorry about that was having a little mechanical problems and we're going to check with Kurtana. And and what the weather is, and after we do that, what the weather in Portland, Ohio? It's fifty-five degrees and clear in Portsmouth. Okay. What's the weather for Wednesday? It's 55 degrees and clear in Portsmouth. Okay. What's the weather for Wednesday? It's 55 degrees and clear in Portsmouth. What's the weather for Wednesday for Portsmouth, Ohio? Wednesday's forecast for Portsmouth is 65 degrees and mostly sunny. Okay. What what's the weather for Thursday in Portsmouth, Ohio? Thursday's forecast for Portsmouth is 47 degrees and mostly cloudy. Okay. About Friday for Portsmouth, Ohio. Friday's forecast for Portsmouth is 54 degrees and partly cloudy. Okay, that that what we got for you. And, and we hope we uh hope we uh got for you and uh and that's that's all we got. And we'll talk to you. We'll be right back after this magic. 